Sue here of Musu Writes, and this week's episode, I am chatting it up with author Delia Lawrence, also known as Author D. Lawrence. And let me tell you, I'm really glad that I had a chance to connect with her because when I was doing the research for um, the interview to sit down and talk with her, you know, of course, I like to go and look at their the work that the author has done or the creative has done. And she has some really interesting books. So if you go to authordlawrence.com and just check out uh, a series, it looks like it has, she has a series. There are two out right now. And if you listen to the episode, you'll find out what she's doing about the third book. Um, it's called Gotta Let It Go is the first book. And um, then she has one more book after that. But when I looked at Gotta Let It Go, I mean, the write up on it was very, very intriguing. Okay. Um, It's based on an attorney, you know, just really going through a bunch of different things. And they're based out of the DC area, but she gets a lot more into it. The characters in the book are very interesting, very intriguing. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to grab me my copy and I'm going to let you guys know. Um, how it is. I'm pretty sure it's it's a good it's a good book because she has a, a really solid following. So check out this week's episode and if you want to hit me up, let us know how it's going. Make sure you're subscribed and make sure you rate the episodes. Thanks again for listening. Yeah, I always try to because what I was going to do is send you an email um, earlier today to kind of spell it phonetically for you, but I was oh. like, uh, we'll just chat before <laughs> we we restart. So that's fine. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. All right, so thank you for taking the time out uh, to do this. Um, it, it won't take up too much of your time, but um, I do want to thank you again because it means a lot when you guys come on. And I love connecting with new creatives and new writers. So, um, just wanted to uh, get started with the, the questions. Um, I know that uh, from what I understand, you're an attorney. So I think it's interesting um, that you went from being an attorney to doing writing. Can you tell me how all of that came about? Okay, I'm still an attorney now. <laughs> yep. right. change. I, I, I'm not yet a full-time um, writer, but I, I hope to be at some point in the near future. Mm-hmm. But in terms of making that switch from you know writing uh, scholastically to writing creatively, yeah, it's it's definitely well. I've been blessed to be able to use both sides of my brain, you know. <laughs> but I can tell you that I've always had an active imagination since I was a kid, and I've always written little short stories. And you know, of course, life and and college got in the way, and you know, I just happened to slow down a few years ago, and I said, you know what, let me go back to something that really relaxes me, and that really stretches that uh, creative mind of mine, Mm -hmm. and so that's, that's what I did, so it wasn't really um, a difficult transition, I just needed to switch gears in my head. Yeah, and I find a lot of people say that, that's, because for me, writing is, is an escape, so I find, as I do these interviews, a lot of people are saying, you know, one of the reasons they got into writing was to relax or to just get away from the day-to-day that they have to do. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it helps you create another world that, you know, I, I if I can laugh at my own stuff, I know I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just wow. create characters and put them in situations that are, you know, real life. Right. You know, 
it, it's just fun for me. And, uh, and when it resonates with people and they really think these people are real, I was like, wow. No, that's true because um, we'll get to that because it was one of your books where I'm like, wow, why does this feel so familiar? First Uh-oh. of all, she, is she talking about herself? Second of all, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've seen, you know, it's you, you really do bring your characters to life, but we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I would just like to know, um, you know, as, as far as your writing, you've, you've you started answering the question, but what has the journey been like so far, especially, you know, coming from the scholastic world and now being um, more creative with it on your spare time? All right. So I'm going to spew off a, a series of uh, <laughs> things. <laughs> but for starters, I, I think that once I committed to writing my romantic suspense stories, you know, just starting at ground zero. And I actually said, you know, I'm a pretty good writer, but like everything else, I'm one of those that I I need research. I need to be able to dive into what I'm doing and and know that I'm doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. So I signed up for a um, a creative writing class, a non-credit creative Mm -hmm. writing class. Then I ended up taking it again just because I really enjoyed the uh, instructor. And I met, this was like, oh my goodness. 11 years ago, um, I met four wonderful ladies. And at the end of the class, I said, is there anyone who would be interested in continuing this dialogue offline? Mm -hmm. And those ladies signed up. There were four of them, one dropped out, but we've been together as a writing critique group for 11 years. Nice. And uh, so, you know, just starting there. And then once we got in, so I would say it's been interesting. Yeah, as it has been re- rewarding um, in terms of networking uh, opportunities and the ability to connect with other writers and go on tour. A few friends of mine a few years ago, we were called Book Divas on tour. Nice. And okay. uh, we went to Delaware and Philadelphia. We went to um, D.C. and locally here in, in, in Maryland. But it the networking opportunities you can't put a price on that because right. you don't know who's going to stop by who's going to invite you who's who's been watching you that's right you know in order to make sure that my no like can trust factors are on lock mm-hmm. and people look for that and i think it's very important another thing too it's been challenging at times and when i say that you know, people think that, oh, you know, you can just go ahead and write another book and write another book. I'm like, time out. Yeah. My job yeah. is, is such that once I get home, my brain is fried. Yeah. And, you know, in order for me to relax and, and get into the characters, it takes work. You know, <laughs> so that's where the challenge, challenging part comes into play. Yeah, and I can totally relate, especially when you have a full-time job. It can be very challenging. Um, You can't just, you know, you've been on a laptop, you've been on the work computer, or, you know, you're you're constantly using up your energy all day, and then to come home and kind of like do it all over again for the sake of writing, that can be a challenge. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But but a, a thing that I really love about it is that it's positioned me as a subject matter expert. 
you know, mm. a, a go-to person for advice. And, you know, I, I've had folks reach out to me from uh, California, from the Netherlands, which is very interesting mm. um, because I'm a blogger and he saw my blog and I've actually uh, interviewed him. And then he reached out a few years later and said, hey, my book is going to be turned into a motion picture. I would wow. like to do this for me. I was like, wow. Yeah. So, so I, I am like, I was just so humbled by that. Nice. Wow. That is, yeah, that's, and I, that's what I really love about it because you, you, when you meet other writers, I mean, so many things can happen from there and you, you learn so much and, but at the same time, they're, they're learning from you as well. So I think that's pretty cool. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I want to talk about Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you, uh, but I'll let you, you know, just let fill the audience in. Because, um, I, you know, she's a main character of yours. But just give us a little backdrop on the book and the story itself. Okay. So let's start with the first one. Um, Gotta Let It Go. And, um, you know, for listeners out there, it's a romantic suspense novel that's set in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Hunter is a former prosecutor who um, in book number one is going through a divorce and uh, she's quite burnt out, you know, and on the day of her divorce, her best friend and divorce attorney gets murdered. And, uh, you know, she is very headstrong. And I always like characters, strong women, but at the same time being very vulnerable. vulnerable. Yep. You know, so in this, in, in book number one, you know, her um, soon-to-be ex-husband and finally ex-husband, um, you know, still in the mix. And uh, my readers love to hate him. And, uh, yeah. you know, so she gets involved with Hill Harris, who is assigned to handle the case, and they bump heads. But at the same time, the chemistry mm. is, 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 so, is so hot, mm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so um, I really thought I was one and done, but then folks are like, when is book number two coming? <laughs> you know, and folks are sending messages to my mom and it was just crazy. Wow. And, um, you know, so I said, okay, fine. You know, let's, let, let's push this to the next level. So in, in book number one, the, the inspiration, and I wanted to like, um, do a deep dive or take a look at the snitching in Baltimore where folks say, you know, um, snitch, snitches, um, snitchers get stitches or, you know, yes. you snitch. uh -huh. and uh, what happens is her best friend, not so much snitching, but she says, Hey, I'm going to testify because she was a witness in a drug, um, in a drug murder case. Hmm. And so I wanted to take a look at that. So hopping over to book number two, got to get it back. I also wanted to, uh, she's not changed. She's still headstrong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's still burnt out. She is teetering between her ex-husband who, you know, uh, just won't leave her alone. And, you know, in the middle with her new man, Hill Harris. But I also wanted to take a look at how the wealthy um, think they're above the law. Yeah, and how political favors and corruption can taint people, and so that's what I looked at in book number two. 
So book number three, the idea is still spinning around in my head and that's going to be called Gotta Have It All. So we'll see uh, what yeah. that's to be. Because, <laughs> you know, I just, I didn't even read the books. I just read like the synopsis um, and did and that pulled you in. That, that pulled me in. Like I, I have to sit down and read books one and two. I'm, I'm so curious. And <laughs> I, I also want to know what was your inspiration, you know, behind writing this type of story? Okay, so I am an avid reader. I love romance novels, and I also love, you know, all things CSI, Law and Order, Investigation Discovery. I can go on and on, all the legal shows. And what I wasn't seeing uh, were books where both the romantic side and the legal side or the thrill side came together as one mm -hmm. that's set in my backyard in, in, in Baltimore. So I decided, hey, I'm going to write it. So I wrote this book. The inspiration is that it represents the best of both worlds for me. The romance side, the suspense side that could spin into like a mystery or a, um, a thriller. So I just fuse them together and, you know, it, it's the best of both worlds. And I tell someone, um, I tell people, I don't write straight romance. If you're looking for a happy ending, which is yeah. a requirement for a romance, you're not going to always get it. Mm -hmm. And the reader, I mean, I explained it to her. She said, oh, I really wish that, you know, she actually sent me an email and she said, I really wish, um, you know, it was a little violent and, uh, you know, more happiness. And I said, well, I write romantic suspense novel. And if you think of movies like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah. and you think like The Bodyguard, you know, you're, you're going to have, um, you know, things blow up. You're going to have um, weapons and you're going to have explosions. So yeah. that's what I write. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it's really, I, you know, I've already said it's really, it's really interesting. It's, <laughs> so I, I, I can't wait to, you know, to get my copy. I'll go ahead and um, I but, can't wait to. I can't wait for you to uh, let me know what your thoughts, because I yeah. always ask for feedback, and yeah. I tell folks, you know, what would you like to see in book number two? And mm -hmm. when I went to a book club, they said I want to see forgiveness, and I actually put that in book number two. So I, I do listen. Okay. I do listen. Constructive criticism for me is very, very important. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And with book number three, you said you, you have started or you haven't started it yet? The idea is spinning around in my head. So okay. I just need to start it. Okay, got you. And you just told me, you know, like one of the re reaction you, you've gotten on your books. What, what, or have there been more interesting reactions in response to your books? Um, I would say most recently I went to a book club in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, those women are fiery, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, 70 year olds and, you know, yeah. there, there's something to be said when you get to a certain age, you just speak your mind. Yeah. You don't care. You don't care. Yeah. You know, and uh, these ladies, you know, the, they said, well, you know, uh, they're, they're just, they were very vocal because I was there last year and I came back for book number two, um, you know, um, in August, the, you know, not too long ago. And they, they were very vocal, what they want to see, what they don't want to see, you know. And I was like, wow, you know. And I said, ladies, what would you like to see in book number three? And they told me, you know. So I have to somehow work 
uh, that in because there's like a team, team Hill and there's a team Kyle, <laughs> you know? So it's like, they, the ladies were like, I know, I know, um, uh, a hill. I was in love with a hill or I was yeah. in love with a pile. And I've had people say, where can I find one of those guys? I'm like, they're not real. Yeah, you know, but I, I think in terms of interesting reaction, um, most recently at the Kensington Book Festival, this lady walked up to me and she said, um, why did I name my main character Deidre Hunter? Hmm. And I said, I like Deidre simply because, you know, it starts with a D and my name is Delia. Close yeah. enough. Um, Hunter simply because she's on the hunt for justice. Okay. Oh, I like that. And she said to me, she, she was quiet for a minute. I said, what's wrong? And she said, I know a Deidre Hunter. Oh, said, here we go. <laughs> wow. You know, she said she used to work with her in New York and she called over her son who was, you know, at another table looking at some books. And she said, look at this, look at this, read the back of this. And without even her telling him why he should read it, he looked up and he's like, we know a Deidre Hunter. Oh my goodness. So that was like, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that was really wild. Yeah, it's and and see you you just mentioned a couple of things. It's really exciting to see when the audience finds your character so relatable. Mm -hmm. That that's a major plus because we always when we when I talk with you know other writers, we always talk about you know making you know the characters as human and relatable as possible. And I I think that's why you know you got the react the different types of reactions that you got because. They, they just feel so close to home. And then look, you know, how familiar Deidre was to this one person you just described. It's, mm -hmm. I think that's where, you know, a lot of the real connections are made, you know, between the, the book and the audience. And I, I love seeing things like that. Yeah, you have to make them um, believable. They have to, they can't be cookie cutter or carbon, yeah. you, know, um, you know, plastic. They can't, they have to feel, you have to make sure that they can leap off the page and be someone that is recognizable. Um, you know, that's why it's so important to use the five senses whenever you're writing. Yes. Because that pulls the readers in and locks you in once you have what's called a re read-on prompt. You know, you want to be able to keep turning the pages. I've had wives tell me that their husband said, aren't you coming to bed? They were wow. up reading it all night. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, it's it's that good, yeah. It's that good. It's that, it's that good. And like I said, I, I love, you know, sometimes I go back and read and some of the characters, you know, they were never intended to be like a main character. Mm -hmm. But during my critique group, they were like, I really like her father, make him a part. And of course, now he had a very big role to play in hmm book number uh, two. So okay. I said before, I, I do listen. And if a character is working and I listen to them and they're really like navigating the pages, yeah, I, I'm going to go along with them. Exactly. I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> now you are also a workshop facilitator. 
Yeah. Um, can you talk a little a little about that? You know, if I were to attend, what what can I expect to learn in your workshop? Okay, so that's a very good question, and it all depends on which workshop you're going to attend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, most recently, I uh, presented a workshop called Smooches and Murder, How to Write a Successful Romantic Suspense Novel at the Maryland Writers Association South Baltimore chapter. Mm. In that particular one, I think the title tells you, you know, I, yeah. I how to open with a, with a, you know, with a strong uh, bang and how to close that, 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 you know, closes everything up for the uh, reader who has now gotten invested with um, the characters and the story. So mm -hmm. I, I wa you would learn how to do it from start to finish. And what I did was um, I brought a couple of books to show folks and, you know, have them read like the first line, which should pull you in or the first paragraph or the first 10 pages ought to pull you in. If that doesn't work, I'm going to put the book book down. I mean, mm -hmm. I know that some books are slower than others to really get into, but for me, a very strong opening is very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, of course. Yeah. Characterization, um, you know, the plot lines yeah. you know, needs to be tight. You need to start strong. You need to have tension. You need to have crescendo. You need to have resolution. You see, I could go on now. You know, <laughs> I can go on. But anyway, so you would learn that in that particular um, workshop. Mm -hmm. I also um, was a guest speaker at Coppin State University. The professor um, in a creative writing class invited me um, last December. And in that one, I taught uh, just the basics. You know, it's called So, so You Want to Write. And okay. basically looking at plot development, character development, um, generating um, ideas for writing, where to look, how to get over writer's block. So that's what you would learn as a more basic type of workshop. And the third that I've done is called Why Joining a Critique Group Makes You a Star. I mean, I have 11 years experience running a group. Mm -hmm. So that particular one um, it's basically uh, telling folks to find a community. Um, writing is, as you know, is a very solitary thing to do, but it helps when you have the support within a writing community, you know, to kind of guide you with um, constructive criticism to kind of help you find other resources. Yep. So th those are the three um, uh, workshops that I've done, but I'm also considering doing a workshop on blogging. So I'm 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 thinking about that one next. Okay, nice. And before I'll I'll ask you about um, more information on that, but I just wanted to point out that I like what you just shared because when for, for people who aren't familiar with writing and want to get into it, mm -hmm. it is it's not something that you can do by yourself. You know, you do need different people and resources along the way. And I know when I first started out. Uh, I joined, you know, different types of groups and went to different courses that you're you're describing now, and mm -hmm. that really helped me immensely. Because when I first got in, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go into, but being a part of these groups, going to these courses, you know, practicing um, my writing voice just really helped give me a sense of direction. So, oh, definitely. Yeah. So you know, that's highly recommended to anyone who's listening. If you're just starting out or if you've been doing it by yourself for a while, it's really important to connect with other writers and, uh, you know, you help each other out along the way type of thing. 
couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with the workshop, uh, do you hold them regularly? Do you have any coming up? You know, if folks are interested, how can they uh, connect uh, to be a part of your workshop? Okay, so uh, I've had some interest. I, I think I don't do them regularly. If folks want me to come in and, and, and do them, then that's fine. They can just e send me an email, connect with me um, on my website mm -hmm. at authordeelawrence.com. Um, they can reach out to me there. Um, you know, if they want to learn about, you know, what I do, if they want to like test me out or whatever to see <laughs> if, if um, you know, um, if I'm legit or if I'm a subject matter expert, they can go to my blog at vocalexpressions.blogspot.com. I've been blogging for 10 years. And so there's a wide variety of things um, that I've written about. I interview authors. I do a book review once a month. Um, I talk about the business of writing. I most recently uh, went to the Creatures, Crimes, and Creativity um, C3 conference for writers, and I moderated uh, two panels, and I was a panelist on one. So all of those things are on there just to let people know that, you know, I get offline and I actually network and I actually go to writers conferences. So all of that is on, um, all of that is on my, my, um, my blog that folks can just go in and do a search for whatever they're looking for. And if there is a uh, blog, it will populate. So okay, they perfect. can find me there. Yeah. And of course, you know, of course, you know, Facebook, you know, author D. Lawrence, uh, of course. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram at author D. Lawrence. So they can connect with me there, um, you know, and they can see my writing as well. Okay. Those platforms. Perfect. Yeah. I'm, you know, to be honest with you, now am I not only going to get the books, but I'm going to see what I can find out about, you know, the, the workshops for myself. Yeah, yeah. If, if you know, there's one. Um, I think I've had some interest for um, the Maryland Writers Association and the Howard County chapter. They haven't reached out yet, mm -hmm. uh, but, but um, they connected with the um, the president and the vice president of the South Baltimore uh, chapter because they saw that I did it there. Okay. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. You know, if I'm available and my schedule allows it, yeah, um, then that's that's fine. You know. Mm -hmm. Because it can always be tweaked uh, to fit the audience. Of course, of course, and that's yeah, and that's 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 what we want the, the focus to be. You know, being able to tailor and adjust, you know, accordingly okay. with the, the folks. So, okay. okay. So, did you have any words of advice for for writers or for new writers or people who have been trying and they just can't seem to find their break? Or you know, do you have general advice for writers that you would like to share? I would just say, don't ever stop chasing your dreams. You know, um, if you want to see yourself as a writer, don't be shy, you know, take class, you know, because then you will find your comfort zone, whether you're going to be writing fiction or nonfiction, you can't do certain things in a vacuum. And simply because even if you're a natural writer, you always need to know the mechanics of whatever you're writing. Because you can't just, you know, there's certain things that romance writers, I'm, I'm sorry, readers look for in a romance novel. So you can't, you know, say you're writing romance and you have all this action and not brand yourself as a thriller writer. 
So right. you have to be very, very careful. And it's, I would definitely recommend, there's so many non-credit classes out there at community colleges. You, you don't have to, you know, sign up for an MFA or, or uh, exactly a writing degree. Just look around and, and, and uh, you know, connect and join um, Writers Association. Yeah. You know, because they do have meetings and that you can attend. Yeah, and I think that's that's the best way. There there are all types of local groups and organizations. Mm-hmm. Either you you pay like one small, very small annual fee, or it's free. It's totally free, and you have an opportunity, like I said, to practice your voice. There's one group, um, Life Journey Writers Guild. Okay. They're based out of the uh, D.C. area as well, and you read your work amongst other writers, and they give you their feedback. That that helps a lot. Oh yeah, that's invaluable. Yeah, you don't. You're not going to get that anywhere else. So it's yeah. I really like what you're what you're offering with the workshops and you know with the advice that you just gave. So I appreciate that. Very helpful. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I just want to thank you again for for coming on. I think you shared a lot of um, very good information. I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I like I said once I. I, I, I get to read your books. I may just reach back out to you again so we can sure. come on and talk more about Deidre and the madness, you know? Oh, and, and trust me, uh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, once you once you get to book number one, I think if you're that kind of reader mm-hmm. who likes a thrill ride, you're going to get it in book number one. And okay. once you kind of slide into book number two, you're like, now you get comfortable uh, with the characters and, okay. <laughs> you know, you will want to pick sides and, and, you know, and, and then my favorite, Miss Benita, uh, there's always a Miss Benita in everybody's life. The That's right. That's right. <laughs> there's always one. <laughs> and Miss Benita, like, she don't hold back. She's going to uh, no, no, she does not. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun actually writing her character. So yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, I want to thank you again and I'll give you a